Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom, and we are now in Divrehamim Bet Perak Chet, after the conclusion of the building of the Beit HaMikdash and Shlomo's Tefillah, and Hashem's response to Shlomo's Tefillah in the affirmative, with, of course, the warning that if Shlomo or his progeny stray from the path, what will happen to the Mikdash? This doesn't mean 20 years after he completed it. It means after the 20 years of building the house for Hashem and his own palace. This is a little bit of a difficult passage. In Malachim, the parallel passage has Shlomo giving Chiram, who is Chiram in Divrayamim, 20 cities, and those cities were not favorable in the eyes of Chiram, uh, so the Radak claims that what that was about was not giving him the cities in payment for the cedar wood and the hewing and the shipping and everything else of uh, uh, for the Mikdash and for his palace, but rather it was a land swap, and this is the other side of the land swap, which was the cities that uh, Hiram gave Shlomo. Uh, Shlomo built them by Yoshev Shamit B'nai Yisrael, and he had B'nai Yisrael settle there, which is to strengthen the northern frontier. Shlomo went to Hamat in the area of Tsova, uh, that is near Aleppo, and he takes control of that territory. Then he built the city of Tadmor, which the Romans called Palmyra, because of the palm trees there. Uh, and, of course, the Tadmor became, becomes a very famous city throughout much of history of the Middle East. Uh, and he then built a bunch of administrative cities uh, for tax collection, etc., in the area of Hamat. Vayivan at Beit Choron Ha'elyon. Now we come into Israel itself. He built Beit Choron, Ve Beit Choron Atachton, Upper and Lower Beit Choron, Are Matzor, Chomot Latam Vriach. He built them as Matzor, here merely like Mifzar, meaning he built them as fortified cities with walls and gates and bolts. Ve Ba'alat. The question is where Ba'alat is. Very likely it is Ba'alat. Uh, which we know of as Kiryat Yarim, the area where the Aron sat for 20 years, the cities uh, where he kept his horses and his stables, the cities where the riders were, this is the phrase, that we have in Sefer Malachim, earlier on in Devarim, we had anything that happened to his heart that occurred to him to build that he desired, essentially. Anywhere that he ruled. Essentially, the seven nations, although only five of them are mentioned here. So all of those people from those nations who were not of Yisrael, their sons who remained after them, did not wipe out, and this is now admitting that the mission uh, of Sefer Divarim, Divarim was never really completed, as evidenced by the first chapter of Sefer Shoftim. Vayalem Shlomo lemas ad hayomazan. Shlomo turned them into essentially labor tax workers up until this very day. Up until this very day, meaning until that particular unit of uh, of Sefer Malachim was completed. Obviously, not until the times of Yerimim. So, Bnei Yisrael, who did not become servants to Shlomo, came on Shem Milchama v'Sarei Shelishav v'Sarei Echbo for Ashav. All of his 
soldiers and uh, and uh, and uh, cavalry, etc. He had 250 Nitzavim, sort of garrison, Harodim Ba'am, who were in charge of uh, sort of um, uh, overseeing, but that's a nice way to put it, uh, supervising the work done by the people at Bat Paro. Now we come to Bat Paro, who was a famous marriage of Shlomo. He had built a special house for her. Uh, his marriage to Bat Paro is singled out as the as the special marriage of Shlomo, even though he has hundreds of wives and uh, way more concubines. He builds a special house for her, uh, and he takes her from Ir David to there. But now we hear a reason. I'm not going to have a wife live with me in the house of David, Melech Yisrael. Now, of course, she's with him in Beit David while he's building his own palace. So while building his own palace, he also builds her a house, Kikodesh Hema, meaning that the place of Beit David, that's a holy place. Why? Where that's where the Aron was before we built the Mikdash. So the place is holy, and I'm not going to have Bat Paro there. Does that mean that he believes that marital relations in that area are wrong? Does he believe that having a foreign wife who represents perhaps a an obstacle in his own uh, loyalty to God living there, or that it's really not appropriate, it's been perhaps beneath her, she needs her own place. In any case, So Shlomo again gets saved here, even though there's a sense of of uh, of Shlomo's fall, uh, which of course is explicated much more in, say, from Lachim Perakid Aleph, uh, but here, uh, Shlomo, there's an allusion to his fall uh, with Bat Paro, but he's saved. We then find him bringing Olot. And again, this is a description that's nowhere found in, say, from Lachim, except here and there, Hapsukim, and nothing like this. Uh, on the Mizbech that he put before the Ulam, Uvidvar Yom Biyom, in the daily Korbanot, Lahalot Kemitzvat Moshe, as Moshe commanded, or as Moshe was commanded, La Shabbatot V'Lachodashim, the special Korbanot of Shabbat, Rosh Chodesh, V'Lumu'adot, and for the special holiday, Shalosh Pamim B'Shara, B'Chag HaShabbat, B'Chag HaShabbat, B'Chag HaSukot. V'Yamed K'Mishpat, David Aviv, at Machlokot HaKohanim, and then Shlomo set up, as David had ordered, the Mishmarot of the Kohanim, Al-Vratam, V'Alvi'im Al-Mishmarotam, so the Kohanim with their worship, and the Levim at their guard stations, the Halel U'Lisharet, Neged HaKohanim, V'Yom to, in correspondence and facing the Kohanim, to praise and to serve each day, So the Kluvim, remember, are both singing, and they also the gatekeepers, so each one of them at their own gate. That's how David, the man of God, had commanded, as we saw again towards the end of the Vareimim Aleph. Nothing was left out from this command, and all of Shlomo's uh, work, or this whole uh, enterprise, was completed um, un- until its very completion, Shalem Beit Adonai, a beautiful phrase, Shalem Beit Hashem, the house of God is complete. So we have an interesting piece in this paragraph, in this parak, it starts out with Shlomo going to the north, uh, to the very boundaries of what David had, had uh, conquered, and uh, affirming that 
border up. Then we find in the middle building the cities. Then we go even further in the middle of a uh, Shlomo's continued relationship with the Mikdash. And then we continue to the south and find Shlomo going to Etzion Gever and Elot, which is mentioned also in Sefer Dvarim as areas right there at the um, at the Sinai Peninsula. We know where Elot is. Asfat Hayam Be'eretz Edom. At the border of Edom, so Churam, who had a whole series of connections with Shlomo and who loved him very much and supported him, sent uh, ships and servants who knew, meaning sailing men. They came to Ophir, which is on the that coast. They took 450 talents of gold from there. And they brought them to Shlomo. And that concludes Perak Chet. Perak Tet, the next Perak that we're going to do, is really the end of the story of Shlomo's greatness. And Shlomo, by the end of that Perak, will be buried. And then we will move on to uh, what we are all familiar with, uh, and it happens after Shlomo's death with the splitting of the kingdom. We'll leave that for the next Shi'ur. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day, and we'll see you at the next podcast.